Hey everyone, I wanted to let you know that though this episode is part of the main campaign, the next five episodes will be very special one-shots, all 5th edition D&D, but with some fun stories to tell. Speaking of fun stories, we have a quick word from another awesome podcast, so take a listen before we jump into Ship Happens. Hello adventurers! Do you enjoy stories about monsters and magic? Welcome to Autumn Falls, a cozy small town in the Pacific Northwest. There's mysteries to uncover, but first, let's check in with our heroes. He's scooping about like he probably shouldn't be. I'm Hugo Rashad. Fighting monsters isn't the safest thing. Bright pink, over-caffeinated, it's me, Bethany Miller. When you said disaster queer, every single person looked away. Can I get verbal confirmation that none of you will say anything about what you saw today? Agent Lonnie Whitaker, reporting in from the Eastie Agency. Lucky for you all, Lonnie is very cool. It's really weird and bizarre and a whole lot of feeling stuff that I did not want to get into, so I kind of booked it out of there. I'm Raven Eugenia. Every coherent thought has just left my brain. I just wanted to be friends because that's what everyone else was doing. My name is Damien Edgecrest. I want to be like these people, you know? Clearly talking to the tree is not a normal thing that people can do. I'm Felicity Starnbrook. Surprisingly, I'm useful! If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't want people knowing what I am. I'm Aiden Brightwood. Well, that was not the magic I expected to be practicing. If you'd like to join our heroes as we play Monster of the Week, then check out The Storyteller Squad, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's have an adventure. and welcome to the Dice Collectors Podcast. I'm MB, I'm the DM, and I use she, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Mari Does Things, and you can find the Dice Collectors on Twitter at Dice Collectors. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Haley, who plays the character Omthi. We both use she, her pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at Haley Clinton and the number four. Hi there, I'm Jess. I use she, her pronouns. I play Rua Solstein, our swashbuckling rogue, who uses she, her, they, them pronouns. And you can find me at on Twitter at a Jess of all trades. And that's Jess with only one S. Hello, hello, I'm Topi. I use they, them pronouns. And I play the wonderful uh, Himbo Braun, who is trying his best. And they have a new bro going, so cross your butthole hairs. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Topilium, T-O-F-I-L-I-U-M. And he's crossed all of his booty hairs, too. There's a lot of them. Shreddy, it's your turn. Yeah, no, sorry. My whole everything was just going all crazy robot so I was just letting it settle down for a second. I didn't hear any of Tofi's thing. All right, hey, uh, it's uh, Rocky Shreddy here. Uh, hopefully I don't sound like a robot back at y'all. And I am Ghosty, and I play the resident sword wizard, Noxara, um, who uses she, they pronouns. And uh, you can find me at on Twitch at Little Ghostling with an E and on Twitter at Little Ghostling without the E because the E decided to run away from home. All right. So a bunch of my shit just fell. So while I'm doing that, <laughs> you all can tell me what happened last time. Crap. Um a bunch of people whose names I wrote down that I probably won't re-pronounce correctly. It's a lot of lore. That's that's yeah. about it. There's yeah. a lot, a lot of, of good, maybe some queer energy, but yeah, yes, yeah. Noxara, gal pals. <laughs> yeah. My aunt might have had a gal pal friend. Um, <laughs> so we 
got into the town that was being attacked by very awful creatures and we met a group of people who are trying to understand them slash stop this attack the blight it's the blight sorry there we go that is that that's right I hope yes correct okay. I I took notes last time I swear I just didn't look at my back <laughs> in my notebook well then we learned more about Haksakura which is the 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 lost city yeah um and I'll put the the name in the chat too if there are any names that you ever want me to spell or whatever i can do that for you all bless thank you well i try to spell it how to pronounce it and that has yet to actually help me (laughs) (laughs) and then we learn a little bit more about rock that's how you spell it yes i need to know how you were spelling it please hawk like 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 a bird and then (laughs) S-A-C-R-A, like like sugar. Like Spanish for sugar. That was close. I don't mean to laugh. It was close. Yeah. But with an A. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so sugar bird. Sugar bird. All right. I like that. Hold on. That's cute. I pronounced it correctly, though. There you go. Yeah. So I guess it worked. One of the people... So one of the people knew Rua's family one of the people was someone that Rock rescued back in his day and then someone knew and one of them knew Naxara's aunt yep so you met Cathal Noonan who Rua you knew who was the leader of Serenay the town um you met his kind of second in command Rokoro um who was a drow woman who Rock rescued and knew Noxara's family. Same person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, uh, Rock also went and visited the town chaplain, Atley, um, to see if uh, his former party members' souls were put to rest, despite kind of being trapped for a while. Totally forgot that we did more Rock trauma. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, we were, we're close to chapter on Rock's friends. I think they're they're at peace. They're 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 chill, as my notes were from last time. I hope I would cry if they weren't still. You know, I I feel real bad if they were still out and about picking up old <laughs> trauma. <laughs> from what I remember, it was like as good as they can be. Yeah, exactly. Which is good enough. Yeah, from what sure. you told her. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, Naxara and Amphi learned a little bit more about the history of the drow, um, including that the pink diamond necklace Naxara is looking for is likely somewhere in the lost city of Huxthakra. Um, And yes, Bron, you are on your way to a very successful brew, finally. <laughs> Thanks to my demon daddy. <laughs> Blythe is happy to oblige. <laughs> It's not the same as my demon daddy from the one shot. <laughs> it's close enough. I mean, I guess like we could probably pass Blythe around, but I feel like none of you accept that. Um, not unless we all start making out, because that's the only way to put strings. <laughs> oh no, we're mixing the verses. 
don't cross the beams. Oh my god. I think it's gonna come that out counts. five months later. Yeah. yeah. Uh listeners, you'll hear the Valentine's Day one shot well before this episode comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Uh it was so good. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna pick up. Um, you all were at the Riverside Inn. I'm gonna say it's gonna be the next morning. Rua and at the kind of breakfast table, you actually see Cathal Noonan. Um, and he uh comes over with a letter for you. And he says, This is the letter uh that should be delivered to the Iron Barbicans in Mandahar. Um, it's a and you can see the name on it is addressed to Morsumi Yanalok, who is the fourth general of Endelev. Um, so it has the name and title on on the envelope. You can find him, like I said, at the at the iron iron barbicans. Um, and uh, they should just send the letter up. Um, hopefully they'll be able to send us aid soon. Can I get the uh, the name in the chat? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, Ron. Can I just get that whole sentence? Um, yeah, so Rua nods and takes the letter and tucks it somewhere safe, like in their jacket. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get to them as soon as we can. Perfect. Um, and he says, uh, there should be some merchants arriving today. Um, and he kind of gestures to the back door of the inn um, where you would know at this point, there's like a pier that leads up to the Spring River, the um, river that runs through town. And that's to deliver to someone in Mandahar, which is where we're heading for our original quest, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Not confusing at all. Uh, 70 years later, we'll get there. Depends how distracted we get along the way, or if we end up in another plane again. Who knows? Yeah, we had a good excuse. <laughs> we do, and I hope they accept it. Hi, sorry, we almost got killed in the plane of <laughs> the plane of goo is a different place. Oh no, it's just I don't it was me trying to do a keyboard <laughs> smash. Sounds sticky. <laughs> you have baby wipes. It's fine. All right, so you have the letter to deliver. Um, Naxara, up in the room, Tankus returns, and you have a message. I would like to read it. It says, If my necklace was truly in Shilu's possession, find out where her former residence was in Hoxthakra. A map, if possible. Tell Rokoro that Shulu asks her to aid you as best she can. Your family sends their love to you, child. We are close. Do not fail now. Sounds like maybe you should check in with Rokoro again before we leave. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, cool. Is there anything you all would like to do in Serenay before the merchants arrive and you're able to kind of hop on, yes, a ship <laughs> downriver? Yes! <laughs> At least it's a river. Maybe you'll all like river boats more than seafaring. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think what Bron's going to see if he can do is I think we're going to see if we can find a bunch of rope. Um, that way we can tie. Like, I'm going to tie myself to the ship. Part of the crew, <laughs> part of the shit, part of the crew, Traumatized. part of the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to get, I, w- I want to see if I can find enough for like all of us in case everyone wants to participate sure oh no no i'm i'm good i'm uh, i don't want to go down with the ship because we know as soon as we step on a ship it's gonna sink so uh, you I'm- all need to getting stop. sick of ships <laughs> okay i take that back with that with that now in mind um <laughs> <a> no <laughs> rethinking that strategy 
Yeah, it, just, it was a good idea in Bron's brain, but thank goodness Ruck has uh, more brain than Bron. <laughs> Look, going overboard in a riverboat is very different from going overboard in the middle of the ocean. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to be totally safe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just take off the armor so you're a little less, you know, sinkyable. That's true. What is the difference between a river and an ocean and a pond and a lake, though? Like, they probably could still be deep and kill us. Did you just ask the difference between the ocean and a lake? We'll I'm talk from later. the trees. We'll talk later. No, no, no. Okay, I want to have this conversation. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toby so, doesn't know, so. <laughs> so an ocean is, is very large. And and theoretically, all oceans all connect to each other. They're just different tributaries. One giant thing of water. A lake is usually a much, much smaller and is usually fed by either water coming up from the ground or water falling from the sky as like oh. rain or snow or like a little like pond or like a little like river flowing in. That's why lakes and ponds are usually at low levels, usually but like mountains, because then all the water comes down the mountain and like pools up. Oh, I love that. Okay, thank you. That was really helpful. Yes. And and then raging river versus like little bitty stream. Yeah. I feel like I could feel the difference between those. Yeah. yeah. And and sometimes it also is just, you know, a scientist being like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to call this a stream today. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, sometimes it doesn't even matter. Um, for the most part, you can tell either way, wearing heavy armor and, and water that's deeper than your waist, you, you should probably take the armor off. Geography and safety from Amthe. And definitely right. do not tie yourself to anything. <laughs> no, I wow. have thorn whip. I can save you if things happen. You do still also have your harness. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, at least <laughs> that. That's my safety blankie. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Um, awesome. So you all have uh, those preparations. Uh, Bron, go ahead and make me your third brewer's check. Oh, shoot. I'm going to cry if this doesn't happen. Um, okay, hold on. Are you telling us yet? No, I'm not. Um, okay, D20 plus whiz. Okay, so that's not bad. Let's say 18, 18. It was very hard to do math under these circumstances. 18. Ron, you wake up this morning, you do your preparations, and you approach your little keg that you carry with you. And as you open it, it's like the perfect scent. And like <laughs> you, you dip a finger in and you taste yes! it. It is exactly what you were going for. I was so. Am I in a room alone, like a or are all wherever us, you like, want? <laughs> okay, yeah, I think Broad probably would have gone outside to check the brew just in case. But they they start heavily weeping um, to the point where y'all could probably hear no matter where you're at. But they are just sobbing and crying, um, and they're just gonna sit down and just start thanking Shigami for everything and. Uh, take Blythe and be like, oh, your beloved spoon, and then put them back in, and they're just going to sit there and cry for a bit. You yeah. hear, why are you thinking Shigami? It was me. Shigami <laughs> <laughs> brought me to you. Oh, what up? And we're using Shigami's items from the land of the nature, so fuck off! 
Fuck yeah. off. Okay. I'm the one who gave you those powers. Don't don't spoil it now. Okay. I take it back. Um, I'm really sorry for, for yelling at you like that. I'm just very excited. This is the first time it's worked. Um, and I've tried like three times before and I'm in a brewing family. So now I'm just really excited. Um, but you haven't tried with me before. Of course it worked. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> I love this too, because like canonically no one else can hear Blythe. So it's just That's... you talking to a spoon and crying. I feel like just like in the middle oh, of this, we flash to the like, ta- like the floor where all of us are like eating breakfast being like, what the? <laughs> do you should you go check on them? um sure yeah unless, if we all go it might overwhelm them unless rock wants to go you two are best friends nope, girl. No, okay. Uh, okay. yeah yeah no rock is they're your best friend yeah i'm gonna give them space on this one it seems like they're working it out themselves Rose is gonna go check because this is just like broad you okay we we heard some sobbing some cursing Blythe is just being a little mean to me. It's fine, but I'm very happy. Thank you for coming. To ch- Blythe is not being mean. I apologize. Blythe is the best. My magic spoon, demon spoon daddy is the best thing in oh. the universe. And I want them to find their soul and we're going to bring them their soul. Um, but I've got alcohol. Well, and not, oh. I promise it's not going to kill us. Oh. Zara is just in the background looking like has their head <laughs> tilted and is like, do we need to do we need to do something about this? Giving that no, no, kind no, of rose got it. Um okay. Well, um, I'm glad you have alcohol. That's that's exciting. I don't recommend drinking it on the ship given your anxiety around the boat, but um we will hopefully get to taste it once we arrive. Be the best brew you've honor you you any of you have ever tasted. I promise that on Blythe's life. Don't swear on well, I'm all right with that actually. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very confident. Ro just has like a nervous smile, like looking at Broad, probably looking at the spoon and just being like, okay. Why are they looking at me like that? Well, they're nice to worry about it. I can't hear you, so you gotta gotta imagine that like it's kind of weird for me to be talking to a wooden spoon. I don't Regardless trust it. of the circumstances. Keep me I, close. I don't trust you, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, well, when you're ready, come. feel free to come downstairs. I think we'll be leaving soon. Thank you. I'll be in soon for honey and biscuits. Yes, I think Roa comes back downstairs. It's just like, I'm a little concerned about the spoon. <laughs> yeah, do you think the spoon's going to try to poison us? Because I don't know if I want to drink that but I don't want to be a disrespectful to Braun because they, they worked hard on it. I, 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 we can worry about it after we leave. Do they really think they, we, they would have honey and biscuits? This is like a, an army, like, base. There's food, like, there, like, there are farms here. It's just, like, it's maybe the biscuits. There's no bees here, so... <laughs> But you seem to forget the seventy thousand thing exactly. Yeah, Thank okay. you. We are <laughs> carrying honey. Nagzara is gonna say. Nagzara is curious how far a bran will go. A spoon is interesting to see if maybe something is up with spoon, but does not want to see brains melted. Mm-hmm. I mean, surely 
I mean, Bronn's like a holy person. Their god wouldn't let anything happen, right? Yeah, where does the whole brains melted part come in to play? Nagzara is not too sure Bronn's god is uh, watching. <laughs> Considering past events. I mean, this, like, theoretically can't do anything bad unless, you know, the souls are united and we know that the soul isn't on this plane, like the rest of it. So we we should be fine. It, it is good, though, to keep an eye out just to make sure, though, I, I kind of half agree with Noct here. We should keep an eye and monitor and let it be for now, I think. Just like this idea of y'all staring at Braun and like monitoring them in the spoon while Noct has this whole like secret <laughs> mission going on. <laughs> Who's the real threat here? Priorities. Well, also, I wow. love this idea that like, at least this is probably what's going through Rua's head is that like Braun is the toughest motherfucker in this team. Like, none of us can okay. stop them. Physically, not mentally. <laughs> wow, true, Barood. Oh, no, I, I would say just burn the spoon. But, you know. Like, if Bra decides to lose their shit on us, well, there's not much we can do. I would never. Boy. <laughs> Maybe it's out of your control. No. We're fine. Oh, <laughs> I become the big bad. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be Bra's wooden army. Oh, my God. I just, like, get a whole bunch of kitchen utensils and start throwing them at you. <laughs> Don't give them the ideas. <laughs> Bron, as you are out kind of overjoyed after Rua talks to you and you kind of are talking with Blythe and, and enjoying the fact that you uh, have done what you set out to do and made this big accomplishment, Blythe speaks to you again and says, so um, how soon are we going after my soul? As soon as possible, really. I would rather just go off and get all these. It was, it was disappointing. I think that's a good idea. I mean, okay, so we've got one quest to finish, right? To go give the the, the, the package with the thing to the people of Mandahar. But then after that, do you feel any pulling on, you know, your soul strings right now? Because I know we didn't in the planes. We were closer on the ship that sunk. Mm. That's unfortunate. But it is still on this plane. <laughs> okay, okay. That's really good, at least on this plane. Maybe in Mandahar we'll feel a bigger pull. Hmm, fine. It's a big city, big town, so. But we'll get there. I will convince everyone. Good. I appreciate you. Blythe is um, reluctantly satisfied with the answer. <laughs> good. Now I just gotta convince the party. <laughs> <laughs> One quest at a time. Yeah, yeah. We do have to finish this one. I feel bad. It's been it's been a spicy second since we've gotten it. I didn't sidetrack you at all. <laughs> um, Noxara, is there uh do you want to have any other conversations with Rokoro or anyone else in town before y'all leave? Yes. I would like to speak with Rokoro and uh about the letter yeah you can find her easily enough um she's probably out at the rock collar 
um, in kind of another side office. Yeah. So I think Naxara will go there and kind of in their kind of like cat-like way where it's practically stealthing, but also not. Um, they're just going to go up and kind of stare and then like pull out like like whole tankus and then like go over and kind of clear their throat as like a way of being like i want to speak yeah definitely um she looks up and she uh says oh um are you i thought you all were heading out of town soon is there anything did you hear back from uh your family nakzara uh i have heard back from family uh they are asking uh says um she would like your aid as best you can i am to find where her from her former residence is in huxarakra yeah um okay do you have map I don't have a map exactly, but I can sketch out something like a map. Um, take me maybe an hour to get some of the details right. Is that all right? It is all right. The others will not mind. Sure. Do you want uh, want to sit and wait? Uh, Noxara just sits cross-legged on the ground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, she'll take about an hour and she'll start sketching out, um, uh, it's not really like a a map of the city. It's more like a square. And then she marks some like areas, but basically she will mark a couple residences that belonged to your family and kind of the direction, you know, North, South, East, West that they were in the city. Okay. Um, and she'll point out, um, this is where... Uh, Shulu and Kilroko le- uh, lived and um, towards you know th- more of uh, the, the northern side of the city and uh, you and your family um, Eva Sandra and her family lived closer to where your grandfather lived towards the center uh, of town okay okay now Xara will take the map and we'll kind of give a little inclination of the head and say, thank you. I will take this and hopefully I will be able to do what I need to with it. You are, uh, I am sure my fear is very grateful to you. And uh, if you ever need to, to send word, uh, if you have a way to contact me, I travel lots, but if you have a way to contact me, then I can get word back. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that for sure. Naxara, I I mean, I understand that maybe they didn't send you with a map originally, but if your goal is to get to Huxthakra, why didn't they send you with a map? I think they are trying to test me in a way because 
the doing stuff like this is a bit of my specialty getting information and finding ways into places is a bit of a specialty but i don't i don't actually know they might have forgotten but or it could just be a test as part of the mission i don't know well um i hope this helps i'm glad that i i met you i'm glad to know that you and your family are alive and well are there others as far as i knew everyone all the the drought got out of andragor i didn't realize that there were still people living there underground do you know of other noble families or or anyone else i know you mentioned that there were people living underground but is it a big group where i left from is a large group not for a big city that is really good to hear perhaps someday i can come back and visit i am sure my fia shulu would like that and like Nakazara has like a little smirk on her face <laughs> Make an insight check. <laughs> oh God, please! I want to roll well. Oh, well, that's a natural twenty, and then my <laughs> insight is a plus four, so that's a twenty-four. And it was the honey baler dice too. Um, yeah, she takes note of your smirk, and she just gives like a <laughs> little smile. It's like I would dearly like to see her again um it's been way too long and you yeah it, it was more than friends <laughs> yes and they were gal pals <laughs> um Zara, it, unless there's anything more to be said Nakazara is going to head off give her farewells and then on Noxara's way back to the group, she's just going to compile a letter for Shulu saying that uh, Rokoro seems very eager about a possible reunion and like just kind of like try and play wingman for her aunt <laughs> and kind of be like, hell yes, things are possible here if like you're if you like you're still interested and so like but kind of like subtly not like completely like especially because this has to go through Avaritia mm -hmm. and so she's like it's gonna get red she doesn't want to put her other aunt's business all out there yeah make a just make a charisma check to see how well you can convey this without being too blunt or obvious about it oh that's not that good uh that is going to be a 15 okay it's not that hard you know your aunt pretty well you know you're taking the pre precautions it might be maybe a little obscure but that's just because you know other people will be reading it yeah all right is there anything anyone else would like to do nope just want to get this mission done <laughs> yeah 
Y'all head over back to the the Riverside Inn and on the docks out back, you can board the Riverweed. It's a barge-like ship, like very shallow, but has a blow deck. You meet a bullywug merchant dressed in decent hide and leather armor, and so is the rest of the crew. They all have basic armor, but um, also simple and sharp weaponry, swords and other assorted axes and such for protection. And Kara, the bullywug, greets you all. And Cathal says that you're all heading to Mandahar. We can get you close. The river doesn't go all the way there, but we can get you to Ashtingar. Uh, There's a road you can get there. Does that work for you? That sounds great. Any help we can get is appreciated. Of course. Friends of Cathal's are friends of ours. Um, And they conclude their business. They offload a couple uh, kegs and then are ready to set off. And they do. And you all are on the Riverweed heading south. And I'd like you all to make perception checks as you all are on the river. I hate that for us. (laughs) A good question, too. Would Omphi have met, like, a Bullywug before? Like, in Port Holly? I know that there were a lot of, like, traders and merchants going in and out. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think it would be strange for really any of you except for maybe Naxara. I mean, just like, you know, Magda was a bugbear. There's really no separation of races in this area. You'll find probably, you know, like, more dragonborn in Endelev because of, like, where people were when the rendering happened. But there's plenty of travel now between all three continents. I got 11 on that perception check, just by the way. That's Rua got a six because I assumed they are highly distracted. They've probably never been on a riverboat before. So they're trying to learn (laughs) all about it. And Braun is like holding on, staring out. I got a 14. Um, They got a 10. We're all a little distracted. We're all stressed. Uh, Ruck got a 24. 24? (laughs) Ruck is like, I'm what? not going to freaking die on this thing again. Ruck is not messing around this trip. Third time's the charm, yeah. <laughs> Ruck, you notice this first, as you all are traveling down, it'll probably take you about two, three days to get downriver to, Man- uh, to Ashtangar. So as the sun is setting on this day, you see kind of big shapes in the distance on the riverbank, Ruck. Maybe a group of like 15 to 20 huge creatures on the side of the river. And it's a little too dark to make them out at this point. But with a 24, you think Omphi has seen, has drawn or brought up pictures of these creatures at some point. Okay. Uh, so with kind of with that information, can I, can I tell whether they seem aggressive or whether they seem friendly at all or no? Yeah, they're just kind of ambling along, minding their own business. Okay. And you see a couple oh. little ones, too. Um, and as no. you see the little ones, um, you notice that there's a couple that are, like, holding tail, like, the tails of the bigger creatures. Um, and you see, like, very flexible appendages on the front of their faces. Yeah, I'm the, you got that, that book you always draw on every, all the time? Ugh. Yeah, what's up? Seem like one of the the creatures you draw in your book there. And I'm going to point off towards them. As Rock points them out, you can all see them. Oh my gods. Rock, do you know what those are? I I don't think I've ever asked you, to be honest with you. So no. Those are elephants. They got the trunks, but the the nose. Okay. They got the suitcase's uh... nose. (laughs) Their noses are suitcases? What? 
They're they're like the the long like nose in front. It's called a trunk. Those are elephants. They look uh, dangerous. They're not dangerous. Didn't you hear what that merchant was telling us about? Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> Sometimes when we interact with merchants and everything, I I tune out. No, they're really gentle. Okay. As long as you know we don't antagonize them or go after the children or anything, then I'm sure they'll be fine. We'll be fine. As you're chatting, the boat is like going in the same direction. It's a river boat though, so it's like slowly approaching. And as as the sun is setting it is kind of like dusk and dark so you're making out more shapes than colors but you are kind of drawing alongside them on the river Amthi is just making lots of drawings and taking lots of notes about what they're doing how they are like kind of like holding hands but they don't have like hands are weird on these just like non staring at them yes Trying to like play mess with her magic and figure out if she could maybe summon one one day. <laughs> Make a uh, nature check or a dexterity check to see like your or nature or perception check rather to see how much you can gather. Nature then I'm better at that. Uh, non nat twenty. Nice. Yeah, you gather pretty much anything that you want to gather about it. Um, this is the best day of Anthe's life. <laughs> is anyone else doing anything with the elephants? Or anyone with uh, anyone on the crew? I think I'm just staring at the elephants. Yeah, I think Noct will kind of just have found a way into like either the most shaded corner that no one will notice or like has climbed onto the very top of whatever they can like get onto and then is just watching the elephants and is just ignoring anyone who is like get out of there <laughs> like yeah the barge has like uh uh not not quite a captain's quarters but like a bunk room on top and so there's like an overhang on some part of the deck that you can kind of get some shade underneath um and watch from the side of the ship yeah, and it's just, like, in a corner, kind of. You don't see them at first. Like, full-on cat, like, you have to do a double <laughs> take, and they scare the crap out of you. <laughs> All right. I think Rua, you know, acknowledges the elephants are pretty cool, <laughs> but is definitely far more interested in, like, talking to the crew about the ship, the boat and learning about it. Yeah. Um, you see Ravaris, one of the crew members of Brass Dragonborn. They're constantly busy. They uh, have like a big pole that they're like, and it's huge, maybe like 20, 20 to 30 feet long um, that they're kind of running up and down the side of the ship with as the, the ship kind of gets closer to the the river bank. And they every once in a while like heave, um, kind of like a gondolier. But just to make sure that the ship isn't going too close to the shallow end of the river and gesturing to uh, Kara, who's at the wheel um, when that does happen. And they are more than happy to kind of give you the rundown of a ship and realizing that you've been on ships before kind of goes goes into some sailor talk with you. So like it's not like 
you're a greenhorn trying to figure all this out. Right. You all will be lucky if Rue does not run away with the crew. <laughs> wow, you're gonna abandon your family. You're gonna like be that. lucky if Omthi doesn't run away with the elephant. And that's fair. I I get that. The party ends here. The campaign, everyone splits. <laughs> it was great to know y'all. Ron um... goes in search of the soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll come back in like 10 years where Bron is the big bad. <laughs> Ease. I tempted you all too much. Okay. <laughs> Lesson learned. Actually, I do think that on this ship, I do want to like go into a corner and ask Blythe more questions. Oh, yeah. Everyone starts to kind of bend down for the night. You all pass the elephants um, or maybe while after you've kind of gotten your fill uh, brawn of looking at the elephants and Ampi's kind of still freaking out and observing them you can find another quiet space like I said there is a below deck so though that's where like kind of some of their cargo is and you can find a quiet spot out of the way there okay. yeah I'll kind of just like stow down there and then I'll take my sweet sweet child life out my sweet demon daddy life out and be like all right Blythe, we gotta I know we gotta go find your soul pieces you gotta give me a little bit here um, I know that you were blasted, you know, the demon general blasted Zenith into the nine hells and you got crossed into the cause fire and then like everything blew up, right? No, really unfair. It was very unfair. Like, I mean, you were the middleman there, which was kind of un- unfortunate, but you're here, you're alive, you're a spoon, but you can't do much besides talk and grant me powers. Um, but is there a way for you to, I don't know, for you to tell where any of your soul pieces are? Like... I know you said there was a piece that was closest to where the ship crashed than in the current plane we're in, um, which is a little concerning to me because it's going to be a spicy second before we get back over there. But like, where was the ship heading? I don't remember because we were like heading in the in the right direction. I felt us getting uh-huh. closer to something. Oh, okay. I mean, we're going to the place that we were going in the first place. So like, I think we're on the right track then. Well, see, I don't have I don't have a map. I can't yeah, see I mean, things. Obviously, obviously. They get a little worked up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Blake. <laughs> um, and as you kind of feel like the frustration, the spoon like vibrates a little in your hand. This is new. It doesn't, nothing actually happens. It's just a little like vibrate, little tremor through the wood. Okay. Okay. So if I get you a soul piece, are you going to be able to vibrate more? I have never been blasted into pieces and tried oh to reconstruct myself before. I don't know what's going to happen, but I would like to be one thing, one Delphi. beautiful being again. You know, I do want you to be your beautiful whole self again, too, which is why I'm trying to help you in the first place. Okay, I just want to make sure that, like, as you know, obviously you don't know, but I want to make sure that as we put your pieces back together, it's not going to, you're like, you're not going to, like, explode and kill us because that's the main concern that I currently have, which I don't think you are. I don't think you'd purposely do that, right? But okay, so we're going in the right direction. Like, are you going to start to glow or something if we get close? Or are you just going to have this feeling in your soul that you're close to your other soul? Like, you just got to make sure to vocalize it, you know, so we got this communication flow going. So I've never, like I said, I've never been split, split apart before, but what I do know of souls is that the pieces are connected even when they are split. Mm. So I should be able to feel it when we get closer and don't you worry, I will be telling you about it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So once we get there, we're just going to go exploring a little bit, you know, we're going to let, like, let the people do their thing. We're going to give the quest thingies back to the quest people, and then we'll go exploring throughout the city, hopefully on elephant back. 
Hmm. Are those like goristros? Wait, what? Are those like goristros? What? What are goristros? Make a religion check. Are you asking the DM or are you asking Blythe? <laughs> I'm asking both because I have no fucking clue what that is. Uh, have you asked Blythe? I'm Hold asking Blythe for sure. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Have you ever seen a bull? I got an eight on that. Oh. Uh... I think I've probably seen depictions of them. I never they really have liked. big horns. They're very bulky. They're probably maybe like 20, 30 feet tall. Ooh. I mean, I would say they're pretty similar then from that picture that you just described to me, except like, do they have long face horns? Uh, they have horns on top of their head. I mean, that's close enough. Yeah, I think they're probably very, very similar. All right. I, thank you very much, Blythe. I will make sure we're going to find your pieces. And I appreciate your help. Just start screaming at me if you start to feel something in your bones, you know? Well, I, I will inform you as soon as I know more than I do now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And hopefully once we get this first piece, you're being, you're going to get pulled in other areas. So you'll know, like, well, we'll know how it feels. Yeah. Mm. The first one's always the most difficult, you know? We're both learning together. First have you done this before? Do you know more than me? Listen, I don't know anything. This is my first time outside of my town. So uh, honestly, the, the fact Good. that you chose me was probably a bad decision on your part. But like, we're not going to think about that. I'm just excited we're together now. Anyone okay? who cares about food as much as you do, I appreciate. Oh, oh you made your best friend. Thank you. Okay, let's go to sleep. All right. You all uh, sleep on the the barge and the next morning wake up. The elephants are unfortunately gone. You've bypassed them. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Amphi. But I would like everyone to roll a d20 for me again. No modifier, just a straight luck check. Got a 10. 14. I I don't like these dice. (laughs) Oh, no. Go find different ones with with other gifts. <laughs> Ruck and knocked. What were your d20s? 12. Uh, 10. Okay. So the next morning you all wake up um, and you can, all of you notice that the crew is a little quieter today and they all seem a little bit more on guard. They're not weapons drawn or anything like that. They're just very watchful. And as you all kind of note that, you start to get like a weird feeling um like something's watching you the wind just sounds a little eerie the the water is very like it's like hearing a pin drop in a silent room you can just hear the lapping of the waves you don't hear any birds or creatures on the riverbanks and then you hear this shriek from the riverside you hear this moaning groaning sound and you all see this like very tall kind of phantom-like skeleton just kind of gliding along not along the 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 river bank itself but like farther out onto some of the plains you start to catch glimpses of this kind of ghostly light imagine like star wars laser fire going in the distance like through sort of like a mist so like eldritch blasts essentially like being thrown about in the distance but no sound from them just this like painful moaning sound Amphi, in this 
figure it kind of turns and you catch a glimpse of the skeletal face and you see behind the skeleton uh, a very beautiful woman with long dark hair but with fire in her eyes even from this distance you can tell they're like glowing and she crooks a finger and you see a very gangly creature make a perception check for me with advantage i'll say okay we're gonna roll into indy beyond and hope it's better it's it's not better that's a 10 with advantage with advantage the other one was a six all right you see this long gangly creature very long limbs um and it kind of approaches the woman who crooked her finger and she goes on tiptoe and places a very gentle kiss on their forehead but as she does you see their body sway and then begin to shrivel um, and you see other figures kind of emerging from the side of this skeleton creature. Um, and she crook, the woman crooks another finger and one of them turns to the other people running out of the mist and runs them through with their sword. Um, and you see the woman begin to laugh. And with a 10 perception check, I will say you see like kind of this faint pink gleam around the woman's neck before that vision kind of fades. The rest of you don't see that. Instead, you see fiendish creatures and beings of light and wings and fire. And throughout all of this, the phantom, the skeleton phantom, is still kind of just watching you and floating back and forth, pacing its own path. The crew that is on the boat with you, some of them like cross themselves and like make other religious symbols, but they are pale wary and watchful and silent as they just try to get past this as quickly as possible. Are are y'all seeing what I'm seeing? Because that's really weird. Rua is going to stay silent till the crew talks again. To say, Amthi, as soon as you speak, Kara says, shh. I'm not good at shushing. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, why are we shushing? Can Nagzara do a little with um with some like can tripping? Pull out her violin and play a bit of a a bit of a sorrowful sound, like a sorrowful tune, but with some precedentation or minor illusion or anything, try and make it quieter. So it's like it's something like respectful and trying not to disturb whatever's going on because she feels like this is something that is oh like just from what you've said it's a bit of like an awe striking thing that Mm -hmm. i think nakazara would feel deserves respect more respect than just what she sees the crew doing which is being like oh this is something to be afraid of so she wants to kind of maybe get on top of like on top of like the boat whatever she can and then like just play this like tune and in hopes to be like in honor of it but still not quite like still quiet enough though that it's not disturbed and doesn't gain any ire make a performance check for me okay um let's see uh performance mm-hmm. that is a 24 
Nice. Amphi and Ruck, as you kind of question this silence that is being imposed on you, you see the phantom creature start moving towards the ship. And at that moment, Noxara's violin sings out into the silence and sort of echoes. And you kind of feel these like waves of sorrowful peace come across um, the river and reach the figure and it stops. Um, And it watches as you all pass. And as it's passing out of sight, you all swear as you're watching kind of the last um, visions of these kind of gangly limbed creatures that you all catch sight of at this last uh, moment. You swear as they move and as you can see these like phantom weapons strike, you can hear kind of a uh, harmony to um, Nagzara's song uh, echo back across the water. And then the vision is gone. The skeleton phantom is gone and you all are past this area. Nagzara, once it's past, will will end the song, um, stay there for a moment and then put their violin away and then jump down onto the deck of the ship and then go about her normal business as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. What was what was that? Yeah, what what just what just happened here? I'm I was scared for a hot second and then everything's fine. Tara hops down and says, "If I tell you to be quiet, please be quiet." <laughs> to Amphi and Rock. Um yeah, we don't that... do good with being a command. Sorry about that. Amthi's still not talking. Amthi's just <laughs> tucked, tucked away. We should be past it now. Um, there's something that haunts that area. And we've never encountered any trouble, but we've never tempted it with any noise. I apologize. I, should, I thought you would all sleep through it, but I should have warned you before. It seems that they like music did you have you seen them before Doxara? no it just seemed like they deserved respect and honor and so the way I can do that the way Naxara can do that is through music Well, it seemed to be appreciated. Yeah, there was like a woman I saw in the mist. She kind of gave me you vibes. Did the rest of us see the woman? No. You all saw basically fiends and celestials fighting. Um, Didn't see... I didn't see that. I saw a skeleton. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, could there was the. Could you draw what you saw? Could friends draw what they saw? Yeah, sure. And she takes out her book again and starts like sketching out the woman and at like the motion of her like kissing the forehead and uh, you know, using some of her knockoff crayons uh, can do some of the colors <laughs> with her watercolors to you know show the the like pink uh near the chest too and um 
is like, yeah. And then I noticed like this thing. And since we were talking about like a necklace recently, it, it caught my eye too. You all see the woman I described. And just for reference, if you've ever seen Sinbad and the Seven Seas, the cartoon, um, she kind of looks like Eris. Um, cut. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, okay? <laughs> Looking it up now. Yep, Googled. I'm here for it. I love. Got it. Yeah. Um, Nagzara, she seems really familiar. How so? Like, you know her. Is that Avarit? <laughs> she looks exactly like your Fia Avi. Nagzara's kind of kind of give like a very confused look and then is going to say what what did you see is this what you saw yeah it was basically this and you know she was touching these like beings and skeletons and then they were fighting it was only a quick glimpse. But yeah, I, I the necklace thing and get, gave me a lot of you vibes. So I'm surprised you didn't see it. No, Zara's not going to respond immediately, turns away, and is going to go to like an unoccupied corner of the ship and attempt to get reach uh, Avaritia through Tinkus. Even though the last few times have not worked. But it's going to try and like radio. Use Tankus yeah. like a radio gun. Go ahead and uh, make a religion check. Okay. You're rolling well tonight. Let's see if the streak continues with a 16. I think. You focus yeah. really hard, but this image is like throwing you off. You're like very confused and you can't quite calm your thoughts enough. Um, like it was just kind of moving on instinct and you you can't quite focus enough to, to try and replicate that feeling that you had when you were on the island and shipwrecked and tank is functioned as kind of a communicator. Okay. Then she's going to write a letter um, mentioning the scene and asking what what does this mean? And then is going to try and send that. Okay, you send Tankus back. Do you also include the letter from uh, to Shulu? Yes. <laughs> As uh, Tankus disappears... Um, you don't get any immediate response. You probably have some time before anything comes back. Are the rest of you just kind of letting Noxar go off? I think I would just say to that. I, I didn't mean to uh, upset you, Noxar. I just, I figured that's why you knew what to do. Thank, thanks for, you know, probably saving all of us from eternal damnation. Nexar would be gone. She wouldn't respond. <laughs> All right, this is why we don't get on any sort of ship or boat, even if it's just in a river. Okay, I think I think that's what we've decided. <laughs> that's what you've all decided. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to enjoy yes. it. I've turned around on this. 
thank you. Walking's a lot Walk, of work. I thought we were friends. To uh, Captain uh, Kara, I think Rua would just be like, do you know what kind of haunting it is? Because apparently we saw different things. What did you all see? Well, we saw like fiends and celestials fighting, but Amphi saw yeah, and those giant creatures, the the like the things with the limbs. Yeah, but Amphi saw something else. So, what is it like? Do you know what it's supposed to be? All the merchants that go and travel this river, as far as I know, we've all seen the same thing. Love that we're special. But why would only one of us see something different? Because I got shit die. <laughs> and like, was it noticeable like that Noct had any sort of reaction to what Amthi said? I mean, besides walking away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will say that Noxara was focused on the woman in the drawing. Mm for a decent bit before going and running off okay i think that would be a tucked away for later when Rua crosses passes knocked later to ask but isn't gonna go chasing them just because they clearly did not want to be here at the moment <laughs> yeah nothing you don't get a response that day not zara um which is not unusual sometimes it takes a day to get back to you I think during this time, too, since Amthi saw something else, she's going to ask for a description of what everyone else did see and just, like, write that down kind of in her journal, too. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I different? Yeah. Actually, Amthi, you made the the perception check originally, but everyone else can make me a, a history check as well. Do I make it? Oh, well, I'm guessing this is in... Uh, I'm going to say that this is happening while you're kind of off doing your own thing. Okay, okay. I rolled shockingly it. well. That's a 16. I got a 15. Okay. Better than a 10. <laughs> right. 16. Nice. Okay. So all three of you are kind of, as you are sharing like what you all saw, the giant gangly limbed creatures sound awfully familiar i believe you even know the name of the the race um the ozen the like pre-elf oh. creatures that you have oh, bones no. of in the in the menagerie <laughs> okay so whenever we like realize that i'm just gonna do a quick glance to like rua and rock and be like i'm not gonna say anything they looked awful like the mosaic that's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> and where was the mosaic? Was that in the menagerie as well? No, the mosaic was in the temple with the Yanti. Yeah. Right. We all need to get together away from the crew after this. And talk yeah. And what do we do about this? I, I mean, I don't know anything else about them. Yeah. But somebody surely somebody knows something about them you would think so. i mean people were making drawings of them so like there's got to be some sort of knowledge in someone's brain out there or in books there's got to be a library where we're going right like people have libraries in, in places considering our mission came from a librarian and our teacher <laughs> yeah. at a college probably 
Yeah, you all know that you're going to or you're trying to go to a library to find out yeah. more about the symbol yes. that was on the stone from session one. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's jeez. <laughs> We're coming full circle. Um I've ultimately I've actually truly forgotten what it is we're trying to do in this. I thought <laughs> that we were just going around the world. I forgot what we're doing. Bringing this communication device to someone. Yeah, so there's there's a library where you're headed. Oh, for good. Sure. But then I think so maybe we uh read about them if possible. I was gonna yeah. say Google them, but then I was like, oh wait, this is not right. <laughs> Yield <laughs> seeing glasses. Is that a way they organize their books? Right? No, Google is the name of the scholar. Google could be the name of the library. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um at some point Rua would want to try and find Noct and check in on yeah. them. So as you all kind of make this realization, Noct uh, kind of went off on their own for a little while. Rua, you can seek her out um, after everyone has kind of had time to calm down and the crew is kind of back to normal. Um, so probably like that afternoon. Okay. Is Noct easily found? Noct is being cat-like as usual and probably in some nook and cranny. Okay. So yeah, everyone would probably walk around and just be like knocked, like calling in various corners and dark spots. <laughs> um, probably in one where there's like some, like probably opening high up, but it's like surely no one can be up there. There's a sneeze from up there. Knocked. Are you? Are you okay? Nakzara is okay. Why does friend ask? You seemed a little put off by what Anthe drew. Nakzara obvious is clearly trying to like figure out what to say to make it seem like they weren't, and then they can't find anything to so they just stay silent. <laughs> I think Rua like will climb up a little higher, not to like. Like, just to be closer, but not, because Rua can climb things. That's not a problem. And we'll just be like, I know you don't talk a lot about yourself or things, but if there's something wrong or something we can do to help, that's what we do. Will friend tell other friends if Nagzara says something? That depends. Is it something you don't want everyone to know? Nagzara is not sure what to make of what was drawn, but Nagzara does not want everyone knowing Nagzara's business. Okay, well... You can share in your own time. I just, again, and not that I need to know your business either. I'm just making sure things are okay. Uh, I feel like at this point, Rua notices Tankus is not, is missing Mm -hmm. yet again. And Nakazara looks a bit displaced without Tankus as per usual, whenever Tankus is missing. And is kind of silent a bit again as if like 
unsure what to say or what to think. As you notice Tankus's absence, like I said, this is later on in the day. Mm-hmm. You hear a purring sound behind you, Natsara. I look. Is it Tankus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was was Tankus there the whole time? Because we're on notice, Tankus wasn't there. <laughs> uh, Tankus kind of disappeared. And there is a note. Noxara. It says, um, I'm old and have been many places, Noxara. Visions can be tricky, and mortal minds and eyes play easy tricks. Be careful what you see. But don't forget your mission. No, because I was going to read the note. And then she's going to look at Rua and say, Will a friend keep secret? As long as it's not dangerous to the others, I can do that. It is no danger. It is just the woman that Auntie saw is my fear of you. The one who sent me on this mission. Oh. Who is not like me, but is hired being, as I believe it is said in common tongue. Higher being? Do you mean like not mortal? Not Noxar will not. Oh. Didn't realize you had immortal family. That's is a bit of an adopted situation. Oh, right. Get that. When when my family got displaced, as you've probably gathered, uh, Naxara's family found guidance in Fia Avi and has been living under her protection since. And she's the one who sent you away to do something. Yes. To find homeland. Have you mentioned Hakstakra in front of us? Like, I know we've mentioned it in other contexts about no Noctaz. I cannot remember. I don't think so. I'm not so. sure knew that. Okay. You mentioned okay. it to Boz and kept it purposely secret. Yeah. And then I think, I think. It was, um, I think she's mentioned that she was, uh, she was on a journey of some kind, but I don't think she ever mentioned it was a mission. Okay. Laedra has mentioned Hoxthakra. Right. And said it was the lost city. Well, I mean, that's definitely something we can try and help with. That's how hard could it be to find a missing city? Rua's trying to be optimistic. Like, she's trying to be cheer cheer you up. Uh, I don't... 
I don't, I am, re- Nagzara is realizing. I think also, like, every time I, I will say out of character, every time I have said I as Nagzara, that is, like, she is also starting to slip up. Okay. And, like, her little facade. Uh, but Nagzara says, I, Nagzara has been seeing holes in mission no map, no no clear direction and is getting confused but doesn't want to let down in case this is test. Why would she be testing you? To see if we are ready to return home, perhaps? What if there are dangers in homelands that we must be prepared for? And if I cannot find it on my own, it means that we are not ready for what awaits in homelands. That is what I am thinking, but I am not sure. Well, we're going somewhere with lots of knowledge. You don't have to make a decision yet. Nakzara might look at what books have, but is grateful that Rua listened. It is nice to share and not keep. I am literally carrying bones in my bag for you, so. How are the bones? I have not animated them, so I do not know how they are doing. But I am, I am hoping, I am, I am hoping to be able to take them so that I can make sure they are in good condition and can be animated and help me in the research when we get to the library. I, they might be a little mixed up, but I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> Oh, I don't think they mind. But you know, Noct, you can talk to us if there's something you need. I think everyone's kind of shown they're trustworthy in this group. It is nice that you think that. And I think she'll also, when she says that, she'll give a little, like, sorrowful smile. And um, I think she'll kind of put Tinkus back in the poncho and drop to the floor and kind of stretch a bit and say well I think it is uh, time for sharing to be done unless there are things you wish to share I'm an open book I think at this point you all know my my business and we will climb down after knocked and uh as this heart-to-heart kind of comes to a close and Tankus is purring underneath the poncho to kind of comfort you, Naxara, we're going to end our session there. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more Dice Collectors content, follow us on Twitter at Dice Collectors and check out our Patreon. If you like the show, give us a review and a holler. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep rolling.